Greetings, Ben Murray here with another edition of SaaS Metric School. Today, talking human-powered versus product-powered revenue, you got to get this right. So I talk to a lot of SaaS founders. We talk about their revenue streams, their pricing models, their expenses, and sometimes it's difficult to understand exactly how they're sourcing revenue. Is it pure subscription revenue? Is it a mixture of services and subscriptions? And you're just really not sure. And pricing models are changing. The SaaS business model is changing. And we've got to get this right. So third parties, stakeholders, potential investors understand your business model. It's so important. Oftentimes, we've got to get our SaaS P&L set up correctly so that our data, our business model is easily consumable for third parties and potential investors. So this is the test that I run, human-powered versus product-powered revenue to determine do we have a true recurring revenue business that's product-powered and we'll get that nice SaaS valuation, or is it more of a services business? So human-powered revenue. So with this, people have to do something to perform our contractual obligation to deliver on that product or service. So we need people to do something on an ongoing basis to deliver revenue. And classic example is managed services revenue. So not professional services revenue where we set up, configure, train our customers, we're done, we move on to the next new customer. Managed services where we have to do something on an ongoing basis and a person is doing that. And I've seen this with SaaS companies where they have a SaaS product, but the client doesn't want to use it, they don't have time, or maybe they don't understand it's too complex. So the company ends up running the product for that company, for their end user. And then that's managed services. So it's like tech-enabled services, but we have people doing something to perform that revenue. So that's human-powered revenue. Then we have our product-powered revenue. So the end-user customer can use our IP, use our product, and of course, we can drive a ton of revenue off of that product. So we don't need people involved in delivering that revenue the end user, the customer can use our intellectual property. They can use that product and we're satisfying our contractual obligation by you know, making that product available so they can use it. And we get that MRR, we get the ARR, whatever type of pricing model we have, but it's product powered. And think about this. If we doubled in revenue overnight, say we're five, 10 million ARR and we doubled to 10 million, 20 million, would we need to hire a bunch of people to perform, to deliver on that revenue uh, you know, to, to fulfill our contractual obligation. So we have got to figure out, is it human powered, product powered? Because of course we want more product powered revenue for better SaaS valuations. So here we've got to define our revenue categories. Do we have subscription revenue? Do we have any variable revenue streams? Do we have managed services? Do we have professional services? So getting those revenue categories correct on our SaaS P&L and then our revenue setup determines our COG setup. So again, do we have tech support? professional services, customer success if they don't sell, and then potentially a managed services cost center in there as well in the COG section if we have managed services revenue, and then DevOps, so that production-facing environment that actually delivers our product. So human-powered versus product power, this comes up a lot to get those revenue categories set up correctly, to get our COGS area set up correctly, and so we can explain our business model easily to that third party so it doesn't create confusion to under, to, so they can truly understand how we're deriving our revenue. So again, a little bit today about human-powered and product-powered revenue.